live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I am Rachel Cruz, and this is George Campbell, and we are hosting this hour of the show. And we're taking your calls at 888-825-5225. Talking about your money, your life, your relationships, your work, anything and everything. We are here for you. So first up, we have Jennifer in Ventura, California. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for taking my call. Thank you for all the work you guys do. I'm so blessed to be on the call. Oh, thank you. Thanks for calling. How can we help? Uh, I, I guess I, I kind of have a case. I'm brand new to you guys. Uh, shout out to Ventura uh, Mission Church Ventura. Um, I will be doing BB Set 3 lesson on Monday. So yes. I'm like brand new. Mm, that's with Rachel I'm and finishing. I. We did that yeah. lesson. Yeah. We'll uh, yeah, there. I kind of took a sneak peek. At, like they gave us like a the little barcode thing where they we get it for free. Thank God, thank you, church. Oh, that's um, awesome. They took a sneak peek, so I saw my favorite speaker, George. You're my favorite. So I cheers, did, I George. He wins excited, the hearts George. of, well, of I, many. Truth be told, I told Jennifer to call because she had a great <laughs> question for Rachel. God. I was like, "You need to call. Rachel's going to crush Wait, this question." With what? Rachel's going to crush this. Okay, so check it out, Rachel. Okay. So, I I, I kind of have a, a case of like family FOMO. So it's not keeping up with the Joneses. Like I I. I drive an old van. I've got old stuff. I learned my lesson and listening to you guys. I didn't know I'm 37. I'm like way behind and I did not know any of this. So I'm like lifetime learning it and I'm, I'm binging it. Right. So, but I've got one of those, uh, super close families, kind of intrusively close families. Like we, we do everything together. We're, we have like a Facebook messenger, kind of like a group thread email chat thing where we're like, it's literally like, Oh, Paisley woke up with a fever today and Ben got in trouble with school. It's like every yeah. single thing. Sure. Or like in each other's grill. Um, but that also includes like, um, like let's do everything together. Like every single Sunday, let's have family dinner, especially cause my dad passed away. It's been like every, every Sunday, let's go to Nana's house and, and, and you, and don't show up empty handed. Like, what are you going to bring? Are you going to bring ribs? Are you going to bring this? And I'm, and I'm calculating this in my head. Like there's like 18 of us. So for me to sign up for drinks and buy everybody their favorite drink, I'm like way over, like I can't. So mm. Oftentimes I'm like, oh gosh, sorry guys, I'm volunteering at church, and I like I like to pass, and then it and then I get the whole like under the breath like, oh well, too bad you can't, you know, your kids are missing out on family dinner and and all that and all that stuff. So I'm just at a crossroads, and, and I've got that crafty sister that's always like, we're going to the, the zoo, and I'm like, I can't afford the zoo. Oh, there's a, a Groupon. Okay, well it, it's a gas, and it's like you're taking time out of my side hustle. Like I can't do yeah, it all. Yeah, and my kids my kids see it. The cousins show them the pictures. They all talk about it, like, oh, look where we went. And my kids are like, why can't we go? And I'm just, I'm just at that point where there's only so much I could tell. Like, let's be content, kids. And my kids are like, I don't, I want to be with my family. Mm-hmm. You know. How old are your kids? So my son just turned nine in January, and my daughter will be eleven in May. Okay. Well, I think what's hard, Jennifer, is what's happened in your life is you've shifted. A perspective, right? You've shifted how you're viewing money. You're, you are shifting something. You're changing something about who Jennifer was nine months ago, 12 months ago into, you know, a new season, right? And I think, you know, we, we always parallel the financial world with even the health world, right? It would be the same thing if it was like, oh my gosh, we're gonna, you know, um, go, I don't know, eat a bunch of pizzas. You're like, well, I'm gluten. George would have to say, no, I'm, I'm gluten-free. Unless they have gluten-free crust, I can't go. You know, like, so right. people, even with their nutrition, right, they draw boundaries on what that is. And I know money's a little bit different, but anytime you change of what you're, what you're used to, what people expect of you, 
the normalcy of what was is not there anymore. And so I think that acknowledgement is really hard and it's hard when it plays into these kind of smaller day-to-day interactions with family. And so I I mean, have you just bluntly said to them, hey guys, I'm living on a strict budget now because I'm trying to get out of debt and yeah. I can't be doing all of this, but I want to still come to dinner. I'm just going to bring stuff, you know, because we're water people now and you can kind of right. make fun of yourself yeah. and be like, sorry, um, but I don't want y'all to like miss out on all the good stuff. I'm just choosing to miss out for me, but I don't want that to put you guys out. So y'all do you, y'all plan yourselves and I'll just bring my own stuff. I'll bring my, you know, grilled cheeses and my water or whatever it is that That's you're choosing totally, to do. I totally, and I, and I, and I have, I've been doing that. I think, I think the bigger piece is the kids. Probably my kids are what's bothering me most because I, yeah. my family, like I'm the only one that goes to church in my family. I'm the only one. So like I'm telling them about this Ramsey thing and they're like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> it's another one of those eyes. weird like, Jennifer things that's yeah, happening. Well, I think you mentioned yeah, to me yeah. also that their incomes, they're all making, you know, six figures. Oh, they're just at a different absolutely. place in life. Yeah. And so honestly, Jennifer, the gift to your kids, even with family, is to say, hey, how do we, how do we learn to be excited for somebody that has something that we don't have? And how can we still have relationship with them, right? And and I would hope your family would kind of give a nod to where you guys are and be like, okay, yeah, if we're going to the zoo, it is going to cost $30 for everyone to go. So we're going to choose not to do that. We'll go to the park or we'll come over and do a play date. Like what other things can we do that you can be a part of as well, right? And maybe you throw out those ideas. But I think for your kids, and I get that, I mean, I understand. You're like, I want them to be with family and all that. But, but for them to start to see that there are boundaries in life and limits in life when it comes to money. And it's not just this endless, you know, right. way of how to live. You're modeling that, Jennifer. And that's what they're they're going to grow up with a level of boundaries that's really great and really wonderful. Healthy. Yeah. But I also don't want you to miss out on family time. So I do wonder if there's ideas that you can even bring to the table to be like, yeah, they don't, that's you good. know, I don't want to miss out with you guys so I still want to hang in you know and and I had a good friend Jennifer who was going they were going through some tight financial spots and and she was very honest with me and and I knew and there was you know times that it was like oh yeah we you know I could take my kids to the zoo but we're going to choose not to because we want to hang out with them and I don't want to put her in a bad spot and then also I don't want to feel like she thinks that I have to pay for her all the time. You know, like there's all, you know, right. some of that. So I'm like, you thank know what? Thank you for being considerate. That's like, yes. <laughs> thank you, Rachel. Yeah. But, be the but, considerate friend. But for real. And, oh, you, and so for your family, like, you know, and not that you can make them do that, those kind of things, but I would throw out ideas that are kind of free or less expensive or whatever it is so that you good. actually still get time. I would be like, listen, I'll sign up to clean up after you guys. I'll sign up on dish duty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks, George. Love it. I love it. So, yeah, there's so just, that's really good, Rachel. Be fun yeah, about you're it. Right. And it's only for a season too, Jennifer. This is not going to be your whole life. When are you going to be out of debt? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Probably two years. Okay. okay. So, so like, they're fine. When I crunch my numbers, it's going to take about two years. That's okay. And here's the truth too, Jennifer. I look back, John Deloney probably would like shake his finger and be like that's not right child psychology rachel but i'm like i don't remember yeah, being i don't remember being eight and nine. Oh, yeah for sure not do you know what i mean like your kids are fine they are fine yeah. I, they really really they are. have a great mom and a great life yes and no trip or zoo is going to change that that's right thank you so much you're I doing the hard work like you guys you guys and like my church piece are kind of like my family right now so thank you oh. that means the world add us to you the know? group chat I know. We can't wait to hear who gets in trouble at That's school That's what we today. need to do. Add Rachel to the Facebook Messenger group chat. Have her pop in and just like, smack some people around. Here's five inexpensive things you can do with kids under 10 years old. Just start 
putting her blog articles on there. <laughs> That's fun. Oh, Jennifer, we're cheering you on. And remember, it's not forever. It is not forever. This is a season of sacrifice to get yourself in a place where you can go and enjoy and do the things because you actually have the money to do it. So... Thanks for the call, Jennifer. George, thanks for the DM. Blessed to be a blessing. Yeah, that's, yeah you're just spreading the Lord's work. This is The Ramsey Show. Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men. This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past, but a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance. Rates are actually lower for women, which is why I send you to Xander Insurance. They shop the top term life companies to find the lowest rates available. You can compare rates online at Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is something every family has to deal with. That's Xander.com or 800-356-4282. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. We are happy to be here, you guys. And if you love the show, whether you're a new listener, old listener, been with us for a while, if you will share the show with your friends and family, it helps us out a lot just to spread the word because we want, spread the word, we want everyone to That's be right. in control of their money. And even and if you hate the show and you're here listening for some weird reason, just go ahead and share it. Just share it. Spread the like, hate. Here it is. Yeah, because at least somebody will see it. They'll think, huh, that's interesting. Spread maybe Spread your hate and dissension and maybe give us more views. And, <laughs> I know. Yeah, and, and even go on uh, where you listen to podcasts and uh, leave us a review, subscribe, all those things. Just help us out. We love It's hearing. not for Rachel's affirmation, we promise. It just helps the algorithm show this to more people that well, we that, can And we to. like your feedback. We say that on Smart Money Happy Hour, our podcast. That's we true. like seeing what you guys, you guys are very vocal, and we like to know that. We like to know what you like, what you don't like. Mostly what you like, but it's fine. We can we we have things. We can get. handle what you don't like yeah. to. But yeah, just spread and share the show for us. Uh, always helps us out. Thanks so much. All right, up next we have Becca in Detroit. Hey, Becca, welcome to the show. Hi there. My question is about home renovations. Um, specifically, how do we know when it's the right time? Oh, that's a good question. And do you mean from like a financial standpoint? Obviously. Yes. Yes, from the money standpoint. Is you- this a need or a want? I'd say it's a want. Um, when we purchased this house, it was with the expectation that we were going to redo this kitchen because it's just really ugly. It doesn't function too well. Um, That's a perfectly but- good reason. That helps me. It just helps to know, like, is the roof falling off or are the countertops up? Yeah. So that's a good, it just helps me kind of use a filter here. Yeah. Are you guys um, in a financial position, Becca, where you don't have debt? Do you guys have some savings? Yeah. So the only debt we have is our mortgage. We have about 200000 left on that, but no other debt. Um, and we have $125,000 saved up, which would be... Um, by the time the contractors got around to doing the work, the cost of the renovations plus an emergency fund plus a little leftover. Oh my gosh, amazing. So you just can cash flow it. Yeah. That's it. That's what why. makes you That's think you're, you're not ready? ready. Does it just feel like a, is it a big number? Is it just scary to spend this much money? Does it feel like frivolous? Exactly. Okay. It's a huge, huge number. It's a huge number and we're getting it all over town. Mm. 
So we think it's a real number. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you have multiple bids, I mean, labor's up, material. I mean, it, it is like that. That it, Everything is just more expensive in life. Long and gone so, are the days like 10 grand. Can we'll get a new kitchen? Yeah. Right, so what is this right. going to cost you? We're hearing $100,000. For and all of it. Are you gutting? Are you moving walls and stuff? Or is it just appliances and countertops? Yeah, it would be a gut. It would okay. be some structural work yep. to support heavier stuff, bigger islands. Yep, yep. Um, and just the labor is really expensive right What's now. What's the house We're worth? All over. 400000 Okay. Because one thing to think about is not that everything has to be about ROI, because you put a pool in the backyard, it may not ROI, and it's okay to just do things for enjoyment, knowing you're not going to get that money back out of it. Look at you being all fun, George. I'm such a fuddy-duddy, Rachel. Unbelievable. But, you know, with a kitchen (laughs) renovation, it can and will increase the value by a certain amount. I don't know that it's going to make a $400,000 house into a $500,000 house, but... Over but kitchen, time, it but may. kitchens and bathrooms, those are the big ones. They are the big ones. So if, there, if there's a place to do it from an ROI side, kitchen. I think kitchen is the best. And yeah, if you guys have it, Beck, I mean, this literally this is exactly the perfect situation to do it. And just for everyone listening, remember, no debt and emergency funds. They have the cash to cash flow it. And that's it. There's and no HELOC. There's yes, no, never we still have our student loans. Take a HELOC to do these renovations. No, and that's what a lot of people did during COVID. And so, Becca, you're doing it the right way. You just got to do it. And what's funny, though, is like you said, people actually save the money and they're like, oh, man, do, do we really want to <laughs> spend it on it? But what's great about doing it with cash too, Becca, is you guys, well, you have your budget and you're going to stay within the budget because I'm telling you, you go to the appliance store and it's like, oh, we can get this. You're putting oven. it on credit. You're like, just get the nicer one. Yeah, you yeah, you see it. And they're like, oh, but two levels up. Oh, gosh, that's a really nice one. Okay. When okay. I found out about levels, I was like, this is a scam. Yeah. Well, well you, you s- don't want the level two tile, Rachel. That's basically <laughs> dangerous for your family. You need the level four tile. I know. You can start to, if you use debt, you really can start going over budget because you're like, ah, we'll worry about it later. But when it's your own money and you have a strict budget, you know, okay, nope, we're just staying within this. And it helps keep boundaries on this because home renovations, home building, all of that can go go off the rails so quickly. So I'm 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 the spender though, Becca. So I'm your biggest cheerleader Rachel's on this like, call. That Do check. it and get a great kitchen. We spend so much yeah, time in our kitchen. Yeah, send us a picture later so we can see it yeah. before and after. So I, I, we're we're giving you the green light, Becca. That's pretty rare on this show that you Go get a unanimous it. instant green light. But mm-hmm. it's because she's got no debt and has the cash to do it. So That's great. Really the two get big what things. you want. Stay within that budget. It's, it's exciting. That's great. All right. Up next, we have Anthony in Philadelphia. Hey, Anthony, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. How, How can we help? Today? We're doing great. Doing great. What, awesome, how can we help awesome. you? All right. So my question is, should I sell some shares of stock that I have from my previous employer and my current employer to put towards existing debt? How much debt do you have? So we have two, two pretty big sums, uh, not, not counting the house. We have 14000 left on a solar uh, and then 38000 on a car. Okay. And how much would the stock be worth if you cashed it all out? Yes. So I, I, can, I can pull out somewhere around $25,000. Um, I also have about 20000 right now sitting in a high-yield savings account. How much? Twenty? did you say? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so 20, 20 in the savings, I can get about 25 
from the stock. Um, my wife and I do have a plan to actually have the 14,000 paid off of the solar pretty much in about a month or two. We are going to pull from our savings account, right? We're following the kind of debt snowball method. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, and none of this is obviously retirement. Like the, it's not tied up in a 401k or Roth Correct. or anything. Yeah, it's just Do you have stocks. capital gains you'll pay when you sell this? Oh, Anthony's oh. off the line somehow. Oh, we lost him. Hold on. Pick him see, up. See, see, see. He's back. Anthony, sorry, we just uh, hung up on you real quick. No, it's okay. All right, so are, okay. are there capital gains on these stocks when you sell? You make some money yeah. off of it? Yes. Okay, so I would mm-hmm. factor that into your equation. Make sure you're prepared for the tax hit on that. Uh, it's not going to be astronomical i am assuming you, you haven't had these stocks super long and it's not a huge amount but i would Correct. at least calculate Correct. that and make sure that you pay the taxes on mm-hmm. that so but that at least knock most of the debt yeah out. that's amazing yeah because we do say to cash out everything you have but retirement to get debt paid off and and we don't like having too much in company stock anyways the single stock it's pretty yeah it's pretty limited and kind of that your all your eggs are in one basket mentality, which is not ideal with investing, diversification, and all of that is what we're what we're really going for. So, um, and I tell sure. you that as a person who actually did this, Anthony. So it's not like advice I tell you to do, but I would never do it. I had Apple stock mm-hmm. from when I worked at the retail store back in oh eight oh nine. When it came time for debt payoff, I was looking around for money. And I had a bunch of Apple stock, and so I sold that, and it helped me get out of debt way faster, got me to investing faster, got my emergency fund funded faster, and I don't mm. miss having those stocks and the what ifs of like, well, do you know how much that would be if you hung on to that? Mm-hmm. That's what your friends are going to say uh, when you go and sell this. So you kind of have to turn down the noise from all the opinions and out- and inputs and go, I want to be debt-free sooner. That is yeah. my priority. I can always buy more and invest more later. I'm not going to miss out. Yeah. So Anthony, with your savings and the stock, it's about 45000 mm-hmm. and you guys have about 52000 in debt. Is that right? So you'll have 7000 left to knock out after all this. Yes. What's okay. your income? Yes. Household. So, so my wife is a stay-at-home mom. Uh, she works part-time for our church and does pull in a little bit. Uh, so combined, we make about one seventy-five. Oh, that's great, dude. So well, we're talking like two months from now, you're debt-free. Uh, <laughs> theoretically, yes, but we have two toddlers and we just had our third child two months ago. So oh, you know, there is a little bit of a fear. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> a little bit of a fear. Okay, Thank so four so months. Much. So maybe four give months. It four. We'll give you four months, Anthony. Now, That's it's nothing. a great question, though. Yep, cash it out, put it towards the debt, and starting with a new little baby. You know what? I'm going to send you Rachel's new kids' book. I'm glad for what I have for those so toddlers good. and the new baby. Isn't that sweet? That was thanks, George. I just thought of it. It's a I great didn't think gift about that. for the kiddos out there. Yes. So hang on the line, Anthony. We're going to send you Rachel's new kids' book. It's a great read. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Rachel Cruz hosting this hour with bestselling author George Camel. We're taking your calls. Up next, we have Shonda in Cleveland. Hey, Shonda, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, guys. Hello, hello. Um, hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. We can. Oh, okay. Thanks okay. for calling. Yeah, um, how can we help? I, yes, I have money stress. I have... Um, I have an income of like twenty two, twenty four thousand dollars, but I have two collection agencies. Um, one is five thousand, which I could pay. Um, I only have two thousand more to pay for that one collection agency, and the other one is eight thousand. And I don't know what to do or begin to pay that um, that debt. 
I don't even know where to begin. I haven't talked to that um, collection agency at all because I don't know what to do because I, I don't have no money to pay them. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, a driveway that needs to be fixed, that's like 20000 they say. So that's an upcoming expense. That's not debt, right? Yeah, that's an upcoming expense. Okay. What other debt do you have? <laughs> Um, I have student loans that's uh, fifty thousand, a car loan that's eleven thousand, a home loan that's seventy five thousand, and I was like um, one month behind. I think I just caught up. And um, let's see, um, credit card that's two hundred. Two hundred. Dollars. Dollars a minimum payment, or that's the total. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the total. So I was gonna pay them off when I. Next time I get paid. <laughs> okay. Woo. How old are you? Yeah, I'm 53. <laughs> okay. What Woo. are you doing for work right now? Nursing assistant, but I feel like I, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. And I know y'all say, don't play the lottery, but that's, I've been trying to oh, do that. Oh, no. Shada, don't step in the convenience store, a gas station. Stay far away. <laughs> How many hours a week are you working? That's right. Um... Like 40 hours, and then sometimes I pick up on my off days. Okay. So I'm working. I'm working. <laughs> and you're doing what again? I'm sorry. Say it one more time. Nursing assistant. Nursing assistant. And, but you're only making $24,000 working as a nursing assistant and working 40 yeah. hours a week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the, the first thing to be looking at, because what's your degree in? Because you have some student loans. Yeah. Um. Well, I went to school for different, well, I really went to school and didn't really get much of a degree. I got okay. one degree and How like long have you been paying on these student loans? Years. Mm. And I haven't made a debt. And mm. I mean, you know, during COVID, they, didn't, they wasn't taking any payments during COVID. They were sending your money right back. Are you single? Yes. Okay. Well, there's some simple steps you can take that are tactical to help you, but it's going to take sacrifice. It's going to take making more, spending less, all of that. Um, so here's the thing. With the collections, mm -hmm. you've got to talk to these people. We can't bury our head in the sand. And even if you call them and say, listen, okay. I can't pay you. I make $10 an hour, and I got a lot mm -hmm. of bills and a lot of people who want to get paid. And so I need to keep mm -hmm. the lights on. So your one priority is food, utilities, shelter, transportation. We call that the four walls. Mm -hmm. Nothing else gets paid before those get paid. I don't care who the debt is to, what the collectors are saying, you got to keep the lights on, keep the mortgage paid so that you don't get foreclosed on and eat something too. And so beyond that, you got to make your insurance payments. We need to keep all of that to protect us. And then we can yeah. start tackling the debt. But clearly, there's not much to tackle it with because you have no money left after making minimum payments, right? That's right. So, I mean, so what do I tell them or what do I do? Do I write a letter? Do I call them? Uh, I call everyone you owe debt to and say, listen, I want to pay you, but I don't have any money. I make $10 an hour. Mm -hmm. I'm six figures in debt. I'll pay you when I can mm -hmm. and what I can. But right now, okay. I'm flat broke. Okay. Yeah. And then on the income side, Shonda, I mean, I, honestly, I mean, I was, you know, Walmart, Target, like these places are paying up to 20 an hour. Like you could double 
your hourly rates by working somewhere else. I think you're going to need a different job. I just don't, this job is not going to be able to sustain you and you're working 40 hours. So I'm like, you're, you have a, you know, a great work ethic, but that energy is going to something that's not giving you your rate of return of what you need right now. And so in places like Walmart, Target, some other places, I mean, they have great benefits. Like they really do a great job in helping their employees. So I honestly would be switching jobs. You have to make more. You can't be living on this. Is there a path for you to make more in the nursing assistant world, like to CNA, where you could be making forty thousand a year? Uh, I don't know, um, like the hospitals or something like that. I don't know how much they. I would do some homework and research and talk to people who are in these fields in these positions and ask them the path and what it's going to cost and what it's going to take and how long. Yeah, because long term, we need a solution. Yeah, agency pays. I mean, I mean, I guess uh, agency. But beyond the agency, like the agency job. you know, as a as yeah. certified nursing assistant, you should be able to make yeah. thirty to forty versus twenty two. And with your experience, I'd imagine this wouldn't be a huge leap. And so, I would just at least start to do some homework. I know life has got you down, but mm-hmm. this is the time. The next ten years, we need to be really yeah. getting focused. Get the income up. Get rid of this debt, and have no mortgage payment. And Sean, to start binge watching some of our debt free screams. Um, here on the YouTube channel or even podcasts, but go through and, and and watch some of these stories because I know it feels like you're in such a hopeless situation. Uh, and numbers wise, it does feel hopeless, right? And and so we want that some of that to change with your income and starting to get a grapple on this debt. Um, but just know that there is an there is a way out. It's just gonna it's gonna look different than probably what you've done in the past, and that's okay. But there's people that do it every day, so. Continue to to feed your mind with this stuff. If you hold on the line, Shonda, Austin's going to pick up. I want to give you Financial Peace University. It's our nine lesson course on money, just to get you the basics. We'll throw in Every Dollar Premium as well, which is our our budgeting app, uh, and they have a great tutorial there when you sign up there to really walk through and teach you there. Here's detailed how you do a budget, uh, and Austin, go ahead and throw in Total Money Makeover too, and that's that's Dave Ramsey's best selling book, and it's the Seven Baby Steps. Um, I just want to get some some knowledge um, of this plan in you, Shonda, and I want you to just like soak all this up because it's going to kind of be a different world that you'll be navigating with money. It's going to look different, but I want you to have motivation and people behind you cheering you on. And even if it's us on YouTube cheering yeah. you on and, and giving you some encouragement Ooh. through other callers or watching their stories, I want that for you because I want you to know that that this can change. It's going to be different. It's going to yeah, it's going to be different from what you've done and it's going to be hard. None of this is easy. None of this is easy, but it is possible. I'm going to throw even one more thing just because I <gasps> feel giving. for Shonda. I'm Keep- going to gift you a free coaching session with a trained Ramsey financial coach who can walk through all of this with you, help you with the collection side, navigate this wild journey, help you make a plan with the debt snowball, um, be- just because we can't do that in a radio call. And I really want Shonda to have hope because yep. I know a lot of older caller, oh, there's older people out there listening who are in their 50s, Rachel, and they're going... Well, I'm in her shoes. There's no hope for me. And it takes, it's harder to do as you get older. It's just harder. Yeah, the habits, deeper habits that are you have to break. The mistakes have to. been compounding for years. The debt's been sitting around for years. It's in collections. So hang on the line. We'll get you connected and give you a free session with a trained Ramsey financial coach yeah. um, who can help. So that's that's a big part of the problem is yes. and it feeling is hard. hope and getting a game plan. That's right. And, you know, we talk to, to people, yeah, in their 50s, 60s, sometimes in their 70s right and they're 
they don't have anything for retirement. They're trying to figure this out. And and even though it's a hard hill to climb to say, okay, I'm going to buckle down. I'm going to I'm going to learn something new, change what I've been doing, sacrifice, take on that extra job. Like all of that is hard. But it's also hard to go into retirement with nothing mm. if you continued on that path, right? So it's one of those things like you choose your hard. Yeah. And one hard's actually going to be able to give you money when you start working a plan and get out of debt and be able to have some level of control over your life versus not at all, right? So don't give up, Shonda. You got this, Shonda. We believe in you. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day comes from Isaiah 46.4. Even in your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. One man cannot hold another man down in the ditch without remaining down in the ditch with him. Booker T. Washington. That's a that's a good quote right there. Mm. That's so true. So, so true. Well, George, it's been a great it's been a great hour. It has we been. We had some great calls. I've enjoyed it. I'm glad you feel the same way. I do. <laughs> I have. All right. So to to round out the show, let's go to Ethan in Kalamazoo. Hey, Ethan, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. How can we help? Um. So I just had some questions. So I just turned 18 and I graduated a couple months ago. And I just don't really have any idea, like, what to do with my money. Okay. So you're 18 years old, so, graduated from high school. What are you doing now? Are you in school? Or are you working? Um, uh, I'm a pipe fitter and a pipe welder. Okay, good for you. How much are you making? Um, I make $20 an hour, so about 2400 a month. Okay. Good for you. Are you living at home or are you on your own? Yes, ma'am. You're at home? Okay. Awesome. How much money do you have? Um, right now, I have about three grand saved up in oh. a, a checking account. And then I have, I think, 2500 in a money market. And then I have another 300 something for her bills. Okay. And do you have any debt? Uh, no, sir. Great. And what's your question? Um, so I was just like wondering, because I know... I feel like every, like my whole life, people said like, you know, renting uh, like apartments was like super bad and stuff. And then I heard a couple of times from you guys that, you know, renting apartments isn't always the worst idea. And I just figured, you know, since I'm young, I don't want to get any, in any debt ever. You know, it scares me now after I've watched your guys' shows for mm. 10 hours a day. And so I was just like wondering like, what's okay to be in debt for and like, what's not okay yeah, that's a great question. Well, if you've listened to the show for 10 hours a day, you'll know that we are anti-debt all the way, anytime. We don't think there's any such thing as good debt. And the only debt we don't mm-hmm. yell at you for is a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage that you're attempting to pay off early. So outside of that, yes, we don't believe there's any good debt, that it should be leveraged, that it's some kind of tool. We've only seen it cause pain and harm in the long term. And the ones that brag about it just haven't been burned yet. And so mm-hmm. at 18, man, if you can get a hold of those principles now, you're going to be unbelievably wealthy. Yeah. And you're going to have a great life. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, and the renting thing, Ethan, yeah, we are not, we're not against renting. I mean, renting buys people a lot of patience and gets them in a position financially then to be able to put a good down payment on a house, uh, get out of debt, you know, do some things. And where a lot of people feel like it's just throwing your money away, 
Um, for us, you know, there's there's a level of risk that you don't have when you don't own a home because owning a home, I mean, it can be expensive. I mean, you're, you know, from roof issues, we just had our chimney had to be completely basically redone in the inside. And so they've been working all week at, our, at that. Um, you know, we had stuff with our roof last year, stuff, you know, appliances go out. I mean, it's just, there is so much that you pay for as a homeowner when you rent, you don't have that expense. So there's a, there's a beauty to that, right? We, we eventually, Ethan, want you to have a house because owning a home and real estate being part of your overall financial picture is a great thing. And we are all about it, but we want you to do it the right way. But, but you're 18. So my question for you is, are you, um, you know, are you going to, are you going to school? Are you going to do trade? Are you going to be doing this job? Do you think for the near future? Are you happy living at home? Do you want to be out on your own? Where are you at with just um, your life stages right now? It would be now? nice to be out on my own, but you know, just like the, like the apartments in my area, like just a studio, those costs at about, you know, like 1100 to 1300 a month. And that's well over half of my monthly income right now. Yeah. Um, I don't really plan on going to school. The place I work for, they do an apprenticeship. And so hopefully I'll start that up uh, in September. Okay. And will that cause a, a raise to occur? Yes, ma'am. That's great. What will you think you'll be making? Um, uh, I'm hoping they'll give me another dollar. So about 21. Okay. But the thing is, is in you know, four or five years when I'm done with the apprenticeship and once I become a journeyman, I'm expected to make, you know, around 50 an hour. Yeah, that's amazing. So you'll be at six figures by then. Yeah, that's, that's so great, Ethan. Um, yeah, so what I, I wouldn't be in a rush with the with the housing situation. I mean, I think eventually you'll get to a point, um, you know, maybe when you're 19, 20. And go get a roommate. That's what I had roommates up until I was yeah, married. And yeah. So get a two bedroom and it may be point. eight or 900 bucks a month if you split it. And uh, go do that for a while, and that will give you a sense of independence. It'll help you learn how to be an adult. And, uh, you know, Dave always says that an eagle that doesn't leave the nest is eventually a turkey. So it's good. And I, don't think I think that's it's your, good for your spirit it is. if you can get out. But, Ethan, I feel like such a mom right now. Where I'm like, Ethan's but I'm like, good he's, boy. he's only been out of, you haven't, I mean, I guess it'll be coming up on a year. Did you graduate last May from high school? Um, No, I graduated early. So oh, okay. I graduated um, right before Thanksgiving. Nice. Okay, so so you so you've only been out of school for three months, right? Out of high school. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> I just feel like you're just so young. I'm like, you don't have to go live on your own apartment right no, now. No, but if, that, if he's saying but, that's something he wants to do, <laughs> yes, I don't yes. want people to feel like, well, once I get out, I need to go buy a house. That's right. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to go and rent an apartment and go do it, that's great. That's great. But I I do feel like you've had a lot of life shifting, and you're learning how to be an adult right now. And if you don't have to pay for rent right this moment, and you know. Yeah, I think that I think that's a great thing, but I would have plans to move out, right? To get to your point, George. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, and while you're it, at home, it brings dignity. It I brings would say right. every single penny. Yes. This is such an amazing season where you don't have many bills, and what happens, and I I lived this out when I was 18 living at home, is I started working and I just spent every paycheck because they didn't have bills. So I was like, what else are you gonna do? I'm 18. Let's go have fun. <laughs> and I just bought gear yeah. and stupid crap, and I could have been saving and I could have been paying off student loans, but I was just. Just being a, an idiot. Just a an just an old, old chucklehead. Just a little old lad, so, George. You won't okay. be me, Ethan. You're going to do great. No, but, but here's the thing: pay cash for your next car. That's where 18 year olds go wrong. So, what are you driving now? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a Ford Ranger. Is it doing well for you? Yeah, yeah. It's it's been pretty reliable. I've had it for almost two years now. Cool. 
So great. Yep. So yeah, I would do a George said, just stockpile some money, have it, have a date to say, okay, you know, by, I don't care when it is, September or something, six months from now or whatever, I'm going to really seriously look at moving out, being on my own. And honestly, then by, I think there is something about when you work and you're not in school, you do feel more like an adult, right? I mean, like there's a sense you're bringing in a bunch of money oh, yeah. and you're, and you're going to, that itch to move out will probably happen sooner than later. I just don't want you to feel like you have to rush out right now because you've just had a lot of life change. Mm -hmm. But um, have a date. Talk to your parents about it too and just over communicate with them. Like, because you sound like a very responsible guy, you know? And so I think having that plan is great. And that money market account uh, is a great place to be doing your um, emergency fund. So I would build it up to three to six months of expenses, which may, it will increase when you move out because you'll have housing and all of mm -hmm. that. Um, but just be putting money away in that money market account and um, and I think just be saving and avoid debts and then um, be looking at investing soon after you get that emergency fund. I mean, there's some things you can be doing. Uh, if you hold on to the line, Ethan, I'm going to give you George's book, Breaking Free from Broke, Cheers. because he does a great job laying out so many of the myths in our world today when it comes to money and our culture and our generation. And I think as you start you know, diving into adulthood more and more, you're going to hear more and more opinions about money. And George does a great job refuting. Is that the right word? Oh, yeah. Great word. Thanks. Man, really, really yeah, that, pulled that one out. Refuting a lot of the, the myths and the lies that people have fallen it will, into. It will keep you away from debt for the rest of your life. I <laughs> promise you, if you read that book, it makes you want to take a shower when I just lay out the facts. And Ethan's already right there, but it's easy at 18. You start working. You feel like you need to increase your lifestyle and you the start comparing. Score, and My you buddy just got, and, he just yeah. got a Camaro. You got to just turn down the noise and all of that a and Camaro. focus on your goals. That's what the kids want these days. Sports, really? I don't know why. Are Camaros the thing? I, I saw some nods out there. The 18-year-olds love a Camaro. They wow. love a little muscle car. Who knew? Bring it I got back. my finger on the pulse, Rachel. Man, you know what's going on, George. You're I'm so a car hip. guy. So hip. Well, Ethan, thanks for the call. And uh, thank you, America, for listening. Thanks to all the guys in the booth keeping the show afloat. George, thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Being a great co-host, as always. And we'll be back.